So today we're with Alora Lovelay. Hey everyone. <laughs> so could you tell us which part of the United States you're from? I am originally from Rhode Island, but I um, live in New York City now. Okay. Yep. So how did you begin doing music? What am I gonna do? I can't get through to you. You look right through me. You just can't see me. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I can't get through to you. You look right through me. You just can't see me. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna stop thinking about you and move on to better things. That's what I'm gonna do. What am I gonna do? Um, I, I started music at a really, really young age. I've been doing music since I was little. I um, started playing the piano when I was four and my mom plays the piano. Um, she's a music teacher. And so she's kind of the one who was, our house always had music in it ever since I was little. I can remember um, my brothers all kind of played an instrument, kind of, <laughs> they never really stuck with it. But um, yeah, that it was just in our house. My mom played the piano at the church and um, I was very involved there from a very young age. I would go with her and I wanted to sit like on the piano bench with her yeah. um, and be at church. And yeah, I, I always loved it. It was always something that really I was, I loved, I was good at, I enjoyed doing. It came very naturally to me. Um, it gave me a place that I felt like I belonged and I've done it ever since. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say is your inspiration when you're creating music? Um, it totally depends on the scenario or like what, what's going on in my life, what's going on in the life of people around me. Um, you know, every, everything is different, which is why music is different. You know, people create such different things because people are um, all experiencing different life experiences, which is cool because I think then, then there's an opportunity for like somebody like somebody else to create you know, so many different types of people are creating different types of music that um, I think that's great that there's an opportunity for that. But yeah, when I'm creating, it, it just it just totally depends on where I'm at, what I'm doing, who I'm with, the state of mind I'm in, if I'm sad, if I'm happy, if I'm in love, all those things yeah. um, contributes to like the inspiration of whatever project I'm working on. Yeah. So what projects do you have right now? Well, Eroticy just came out in September, September 21st, Eroticy came out um, and it's, and it's amazing. It's doing some really wonderful things. I'm very excited about um, it's on radio in like 50 stations. I think it's in the U S it's in the UK, yeah. it's in Germany, it's in Canada. Um, it's all over. So that's very exciting. And then um yeah, we we just did a million views on TikTok, which is really exciting. Oh. Yeah. And then um, I just got a text like right now that it just got approved for Pandora. So it's it's definitely catching, you know, week yeah. by week. There's kind of always a new development, which um, the people who like are in my life who are kind of mentors and stuff they have advised me that's kind of how a record breaks. That's kind of how you know that a record is doing well if it's progressing every single week yeah. and, and it is so i'm excited
That's that's very good. It's Thank only you. If you have a strong team around you. I do. I do. How, I have a great. How team. did you come to the conclusion of picking the right people that could help your career? Uh, I went through a lot of not right people, <laughs> yeah. um, which we all. Which we all kind of have to do. I think that you don't know until you know, right? And like yeah. that sounds kind of silly, but it's like you don't know. You know, you can. You, this industry is so complex and so interesting, and so many different things work for different people, which yeah. can be really confusing about like what do I do because that person did that, but that's not working for me, or that person, you know, was successful doing X Y Z, but that's not right for me. And so, I think as an independent artist, it can be very confusing to whose advice do I follow, who do I look to for on my team, and things like that. That. Um, but for myself, picking my team has to do with, I'm just kind of always looking for people who are willing to go as hard as myself. So like, I'm very dedicated to what I'm doing. I work extremely hard on what I'm doing. I love you know, I, I wouldn't call it hard work because I like love it, yeah. but it's a lot of work. And um, I look for people who are willing to do the same and be committed to the vision and be committed to the project and be committed to the creativity. Um, and those are kind of the people who find a place on my team. And then I feel like I get to a point, I'm getting faster and faster of getting yeah. to a point where I know if you're not contributing to the team in a way that like is helping us move forward in a cohesive way, then it's time for us to go this way and that way. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's hard to tell somebody like, this is how you get a great team. You just have to know what you want and you have to kind of know the type of people that are going to help you get that. So when you're in the studio, what's your process of making songs? Hmm. Um, it, again, it always is different. Everything depends yeah. on like, the mood and the day and the time and the this and the that. But, um, when I'm in the studio, generally like working on a song starts with, um, well, in the past, I would say it started with me writing at the piano because that's my roots. So mm -hmm. I, I generally have written where I sit down, I make a chord progression at the piano that kind of reflects how I'm feeling at the time. So like a sad chord progression or happy or whatever it is. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll pursue that. And then I'll kind of form a melody around it. Um, and then we'll kind of take it to the studio and build different parts or stuff like that for the single. However, I have been trying to like write to beats more lately, even yeah. though I can play the music and write it like the music industry right now, the sound of the industry is very much beat makers and very much trap and hip hop and all yeah. of that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like, that's what I, I tried to challenge myself because that's not the natural way that I would write, but it's definitely the wave of what's on the radio. And so um, that's kind of what, where I've been dabbling lately. Yeah. Because I interviewed another artist She's from Toronto, Melanie Durant. She was on Motown, and she oh, cool. had a similar background. She could play piano. Well, I played piano by ear um, at first. Do you think you have an edge knowing how to read music, and does that help you in any way when you're creating your music? 
No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I haven't come into the predicament where I needed to use that skill. No. Oh. She could read music. So I, when I asked her, she said it didn't really help her when she's doing her songs and everything. Yeah. It seems like it's the opposite with you. Like, uh, <clears throat> it's hard to say because that's an interesting, like, comment for somebody else to say that it didn't yeah. really help her because i i was just in another interview like last week where they asked me about that and i told them you know i thought oh you're supposed to read music and you're supposed to play an instrument and you're supposed to do this and that and then you work your way up and you get a record deal and it's like oh 90 percent of the people in the industry don't read music don't yeah. play an instrument it's totally different so i got here and i was like wait a second all of my tricks and tools they're like cool but they're not you know like oh you have to have that so i i do agree with her in yeah. in saying that but it still is like it still is a special thing to be able to play an instrument yeah. and to be able to be in a studio session and sit at the piano to figure out a part like that's still a thing yeah you know yeah, yeah. so you just brought up the idea that when you actually got into the business, you realized it's more than just the talent that gets someone out. <laughs> yeah. So you brought up about your social media, your TikTok. How do you view social media and its impact on artists? Um, I think that it's been good and difficult. So yeah. I think that it's, it's great because it gives an artist an opportunity to put themselves out there. It gives the artists an opportunity to be heard when you wouldn't have otherwise had that opportunity. Like it before 20 years ago, it was, or 15 years ago, it was like, you have a record deal and people know who you are or you're a really good singer, but nobody knows. That was kind of like, it was kind of really two drastic things. Now I think there's this gray area, right? Which, which is really cool because if you're a creative person, it gives you a platform. But then I think on the other hand, it's like there, it, it can dilute the waters, so to speak, of like, who's out here? I mean, time tells, right? The people who yeah. really, really excel and succeed are it's the people so who are real true artists, right? They work really hard and, and do those things. Um, but I mean... For what it's worth, you know, I myself being like somebody who plays music and reads music, I know from like my side of the music industry, the people who do that have this kind of like jaded perspective, not always, but sometimes about like, oh, that's not fair. But that it doesn't matter. Like the music industry is not fair. They don't care. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I took I took a lot longer for me to jump on board with social media because I was like, that sucks. Like what? I just post a video and look cute and sing and maybe it blows up and goes viral. And, because you know, some, like there's some there's some artists that are more about the image and getting attention and sometimes right. that overrides a person that's talented that doesn't right. know to market themselves with the social media so i think that's and and you said it exactly right is like do, doesn't know how to market themselves and i think that was a problem for myself is yeah. that like erodicy is doing huge numbers on tiktok 
Um, but they're not my videos. They're other people who are using the music. Yeah. And it took me a very long time to be like, because oh, I didn't love doing like silly videos or dance videos or like that's not not my thing yeah. um and and so i was like i don't want to do that and finally it's been a very recent understanding to me of like oh well the music could go viral it doesn't have to be me going viral it could be yeah. other people who love to do that using my music and everybody wins so i think with the social media craze you have to know how to leverage it because that's the wave and there's no way around it you're not gonna fight it you're not gonna change the rules because yeah. you don't like it that's what's happening tiktok instagram snapchat youtube is that's what it is and the first artist that actually hit the, the target with that was probably drake with the uh the, that song that he had i don't know if it was the two c the two the two c, two c slide. slide yeah because yeah, he said he made that in mind with michael jackson's moonwalk mm -hmm. and you have a danceable song right. and then people on social media, especially TikTok, they want to do the dance challenge and then that's how you get your music out there. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of people doing really, really well with their music on TikTok and it's not because they're better or worse. It's because they know how to leverage the platform. Yeah. 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 So you got to get on or, or don't be mad if it, you know, like yeah. that's, how, that's what happened for me. I was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. And then it's like, well, we figured out how to make it work in a way that I like and everybody kind of wins. The music still gets heard by millions of people and I don't have to make a silly dance video that I'd rather not make. Yeah. Yeah. So which do you prefer live performing or being in the studio creating music? Mm, I haven't been asked that. Um, I I can't pick that. <laughs> I, I don't have a, a favorite, like, they have favorite favorites for different reasons, you know? Like, yeah. being in the studio is very intimate setting for me. I don't like, um, some people will have, like, it's a, it's a party. There's 20 people there. Everybody's got their Henny and their yeah. whatever. And, and it's a, everybody hangs out and brings people. And like, to me, I'm very big on energy. So especially like, if I don't know you, you know, you're not going to come with a friend to my studio session. Like we're creating something here and yeah. that's very sensitive. Um, and everybody's different and, you know, do whatever you want but for myself in the studio is very quiet very intimate i do not like a lot of people in there um so that's why i love it i love to create i love to work with the people who i'm with and really really break it down and be really creative when when there's like a lot of creative minds in the studio working together to create something it's such a cool thing to be a part of it really is it's it's neat to see people collaborate and bounce ideas off of each other and it's like you'll say something that inspires me to write this and then that person it's a cool really neat effect um, so being in the studio, I, I love and adore and I would do it every day. <laughs> um, and then on the other side of things, I also love to perform. You know, I love like my big thing is people. I love to connect with people. I love to kind of have an energy exchange with people. Um, and so that happens both places. It's just different um, on the stage. You know, it's cool to be moving the energy in the room you're kind of like a magician so to speak where you're yeah. you're 
you're kind of pushing people down this river of energy of happy, sad, emotional, in touch, like nostalgic, all these different things. Um, And you're directing that with the music, which I think is really, really cool. Um, And then I, I love to see people after a show. I love to hear people's experience with a song, you know, like people have all sorts of experiences with my music that I just know nothing about. And so that's really neat because they feel super connected to you, even if you've never met them. So when people listen to your music, what do you want them to take away from it? Um, I think I want people to feel connected, some sort of connection, whether that be to me or to themselves or to the universal energy that is. Um, that's, that's what I hope people take away. I feel like I want people to tap into a broader version of themselves, whether that be sexy or smart or creative or dancey or let loose or anything like that. I want people to enjoy themselves and kind of escape. You know, that's like why we go to concerts, right? We want to escape like whatever's going on in life, it makes you feel good to be at a show and this is your favorite artist. And yeah, that's what I would hope. Anytime someone sees me live, anytime someone works with me, that's what I would hope they say. Yeah. Okay. So if someone has to check you out for the first time, is that music video that you just released, is that your first music video or there are other music videos people can check out? Yeah, um, Eradicy is one of the the first, like, Alora Love Light kind of release. Um, I was doing music before under, like, a whole different look and sound and name. Um, But I do have one release called You Matter, and that's under Alora Love Light as well. Okay. Yep. So that's out there. So where could people get your music? Everywhere. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would say whatever, like platform people are are listening to music on yeah eradicy is probably there it's on spotify itunes pandora as of today um amazon music i think it's on it's on youtube it's yeah. pretty much pretty much anywhere deezer i think um title so wherever people like prefer to listen to music they could probably find it there it's on tiktok it's on instagram yeah. um it's on all those platforms yeah so are you going to be coming out with an album or any other plans for the rest of the year? Yeah. So um, I'll be putting out a new single probably in like March, springtime-ish. Okay. Um, that will be the next single. And then I don't have a projected day or time or month even for yeah. the album, but I would say 2022, keep it broad. But sometime this year, yeah, you guys will get an album for sure. Okay. Yeah. So is there anything else that you would like the audience to know about you? Um, yeah, no, I'm excited for this year. I think we're really about to hit the ground. You know, we we spent the last kind of quarter from September to December really prepping everything um, with Erodicy. And now, you know, we're only into February and it's it's yeah. really doing really, really well. So I'm excited. I'm excited to connect with people. I'm excited to to do some shows and, and meet new people um, and put out, you know, new music. And I'm trying to just do everything on a new level, you know, as the best yeah. everything that I've ever done. So I'm excited. It's been really fun. And I think there's a lot of good stuff coming. Okay. Yeah. 
So they can go to um, Love Light Sound Music. That's my website. Yeah. So if, there's a whole bunch of stuff floating around the internet with Allure Love Light. But if they want to go find me specifically, I also have courses and workshops through my company. So oh. people can always look up lovelightsoundmusic.com and there's some music courses on there where you can learn how to gig and you can um, work with me. I work with teens and um, there's a whole bunch of stuff on there. So if people want to know more about me in addition to my music, they yeah. can go to lovelightsoundmusic.com. Yep. Okay, that's great. Yeah. What am I going to do? I can't get through to you. You look right through me. You just can't see me. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I can't get through to you. You look right through me. You just can't see me. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to stop thinking about you and move on to better things. That's what I'm going to do. What am I going to do? 